What's up, what's up, and welcome to another edition of the Boxing Breakdown. I'm your host, Mark Roxy, and I am here with my partner in crime, Mr. <laughs> Harold Hunt. What's up, what's, what's up, up, man? How you doing? I'm good, Good Harold. to see you again. Good to how see you. How are you, brother? I'm happy, man. Ready to roll, boy. I know, I know you are, man. I know you are. I am, too. And you know what? We got an action-packed... Um, podcast to talk about we've got so much stuff to talk about and i am so excited to be with you so if you're listening uh, on apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcast thanks for being with us and if you are watching us on youtube don't forget to hit the like and subscribe and the notifications we really really appreciate it thank you so so much and um so harold we got we got some stuff to talk about in boxing man Let's start off, man. You you called me in a rage. You had so much you wanted to say about, you know, the last couple of weeks. We've been off for, um, you know, the holidays and uh, New Year's has come and gone. And here we are in 2024. And, uh, you know, we uh, last year we pushed our um, boxing podcast community up by 12 percent, Harold. We, we have grown our our followers by 12% and that's a real 12% nice and big and robust. And uh, yeah, man, I'm looking for, you know, maybe another 12% this year. It's going to be pretty, pretty awesome. And um, let's talk about Tony weeks, man. Very seldom do we talk about these, um, you know, hall of fame referees or soon to be hall of fame referees uh, that actually end up popping up in boxing news. And uh, that's exactly what we're talking about right now. So what you got on this subject, Harold? Well, there's two sides of this whole situation. You know, you have um, uh, the public sees one way and, and us professionals, we see it another way. And it's it's a whole different situation, but um, for the five fans, of course, you've seen this or you have not seen it. Uh, 20 weeks stopped the fight uh, because the other gentleman was getting hit. And to me, he wasn't getting hit clean, but I'm not a referee and the, the fight was stopped. Um, I think, you know, he may get some heat from it, from people who don't really know how things really work in that situation. And that's the public and the public does not listen to logic. And when it comes to this, so they're, you know, they're spewing venom at him right now. Yeah, but yeah. Mark has a different uh, understanding, uh, as I do now with the proper understanding, that it, it is warranted to a point. So right now, he's the bad guy. <laughs> well, I mean, Harold, you, you said a couple of things there in your in your intro there. Uh, number one, I don't I don't think that Tony Weeks is the bad guy. I think he's just a good ref. 
I think he did what what in the public's eye, he's a bad guy. In the, in the public's eye, he's a bad guy right now. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Well, he stopped it too early. That's where they are right now. No, Logic I think he's not registering. Okay. You know, the public. The thing about when you talk about refs and officials, <clears throat> you know, you can look at it from both sides, and I think the boxing community has to know um, that the it doesn't really matter what the fans think you know if you're a judge or you're an official your concern is not with the audience you know your your or the fans your concern is the you have one paramount concern and that is the safety and well-being of the fighters in the ring and that is the number one concern as a ref and it's just you know it's very very uh clear cut that way and i think good referees and Tony Weeks certainly would be considered a good referee. I think you have to understand that his call, you know, the way I see it, his call was made based on, uh, you know, a fighter not defending themselves and receiving, I I believe it was over 10 blows um, unanswered. And I think you have to, at that point, wonder what's happening to, you know, said fighter in the ring. And does this warrant a stoppage? Uh, if if a fighter is not fighting back, uh, you know the referee has two choices: let the fight continue, or stop. Okay, it. okay. Fans drive the sport. It only is there because the fans have a taste for it. Yeah. If so. they want to say that they feel like it was stopped incorrectly, what have you, let the fans have it. They're the ones making uh, this commerce go go around. Right. I'm not saying that what they're saying is correct or whatever. Right. But it is still a what a show. Yes. And I'm not saying compromising was hell for it. But if the fans want to say that he's uh, trash right now, that's what they get. They they have the, they they have the auspices to do so. Right, but so, yeah, no, I don't think I don't think into you know information as you go along or what have you, and then they right, right now, you know, and it's it's fun to hate. He's a bad guy, you know, because that's that's what the, the public is doing. The, the boxing public is right. So you know, I mean, your point is is on point, noble, and all that. But right now, as the fans are feeling like, I don't care. Right. No, I mean, I, I I don't know what to say at that point. You know, I mean, that's I, the part I'm coming to you with. I'm pissed. I don't like. Well, yeah, I mean, the fans, the fans are pissed regardless, no matter what happens. Let them be pissed. Let them enjoy the situation. Listen, Harold, fans, we we know this. (laughs) Anybody who's in boxing, no fans are fickle, man. You know, fans. That's the beauty of it. That's Uh the beauty of it. Yeah, but but it's fun to be a fan. You're fanatical, right? Is that fanatical? Virgil, Virgil Ortiz was was. uh, he had an interview after the fight and, you know, they asked him, they said, you know, what did you think of the stoppage? Obviously Virgil Ortiz would be happy to get a knockout, um, a, a knockout on his return into the boxing. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, he needed that. He needed a knockout. So, you know, at the end of the day, you know, he had him where he wanted him. There was nothing good that was going to come after that. If you've been in this sport and you watched it long enough, you see that position of the fighter up against the ropes covering up like that. You know it's not going to end very good after that. He needed and- the optics. He needed the optics. He needed that boy to drop like 
He needs Yeah, he did. So you can make an argument that for Virgil Ortiz, the premature stoppage, if you want to call it a premature stoppage, was actually, you know, kind of didn't help Virgil Ortiz. But everybody that was in that arena and anybody that watched the fight understood that, or they should understand that they know boxing. Now he got to fight in March. He got to fight in March. What, three months? They throw him in right away because he didn't get any work. Right. Well, he, that's how you want it. I mean, that's like a Tony, you know, <clears throat> a James Tony situation, man. Back back in the day, James Tony used to fight two, three, four times, five times a year. You know, now. But how fight. did he look to you? Yeah. No, I'm sorry. I, I want to go. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, that's OK, Harold. That's OK. I, I thought he looked good. I mean, I thought he looked solid. You you know, you could tell he had a good camp. Um you know, I don't think he needed to really, you know, it wasn't a fight that was going to lift him up to another level or you're going to see him pull things out that you normally wouldn't see. It was a pretty basic fight and he looked great in the fight. And so from that standpoint, you know, again, I just wanted to really comment on the, you know, for those those of you that are listening in and the people that are tuning into the Boxing Breakdown that maybe are casual fans that don't follow boxing or not, you know, fully abreast of of the uh, rule book, you know, the fact is, is that, you know, referees and judges and officials and supervisors and doctors are all trained with one thing in mind. And that is that the most important thing in that squared circle is the safety and the health and the well-being of the fighters that are putting their lives on the line. So I would rather stop. And this is this is uh, you know a, a very very famous quote in, in in boxing official land. I would rather fight. I would rather stop one fight too soon. Than one fight too late. So, you know, you could say what you could say, whatever you want to say. But at the end of the day, it's it's you know, for those fans that are listening in, just remember that the, for your entertainment, fighters are putting their lives on the line. Yes, they are. They are um, sometimes not able to go home to their families. Um the way that they came and in, in some situations they don't ever return. And, you know, the, the damage and the, the, um, again, you know, one knockout can end your career. One knockout can take five, six fights out of you. You know, you cannot, uh, fault a judge for stopping a fight too soon. You can, fault a judge for stopping a fight too late. Okay? So that's just, you know, I'd rather be in a position that, you know, yell at me. Say whatever you want. I stopped the fight too soon. Hey, I get it. But you're champion that yeah, you're champion that trainer side of of utter defiance (laughs) against the fans. But I think what you're saying is valid. It's it's an underlying thing that, you know, we want to take care of. You know, I've been on that side. I am on that side. Yeah. An inspector and a judge and right. whatever, uh, and a, and a, uh, what do they call it? Um, supervisor. Supervisor. Official. So, 
I think it's great that, you know, the fans get the get my side, not my side, but the I, I represent the fan side. Now I like what Tony Weeks did. He did it properly, yeah. no doubt. But I'm just right. saying, I'm just getting I'm I'm supporting it for the fans right now. But yeah. I No, I, I get I'm, it. I'm with you on that, of course. But it's it's just interesting to have a, a, a different opinion on it. Just but this is a podcast that we educate. What's next? Yeah, no, absolutely, Harold. And you did a great job at, at presenting that side of the story <laughs> and kind of, you know, taking the, the fan side view. Um, and that's really, really great, you know, for, for the fans to hear both sides there. And, uh, you know, we, what do you think? You guys listening in, you know, leave your uh, comments in, in the bottom down there. And uh, you certainly can uh, respond to us on Facebook. You can join us there and on YouTube as well. Um, but um, yeah, we, we're going to talk a little bit about this guy, Barboza, man. Barboza at 40 gets the big KO. Harold, drop it. Tony Weeks, again, was in a situation with Barboza and Roley. And it seemed that in that case, it was uh, stopped prematurely, but it wasn't. Um, right. And he was a referee for this one. Now, this went the other way for Barboza. As far as Barboza is concerned, uh, yeah, visual, visually, he may look a little older or whatever. But his skill set is so on point. Yeah. Um, his opponent just stepped right into the power zone. Oh. And was taken out. It was very easy for him to do so. He was sitting it up the whole time. He hit him with a kind of a left hook earlier in that round that kind of moved him around a little bit. So yeah. he saw that he could land it. And then the very next chance he landed it, it was it was the one that started the, the downfall. So it was just a case to me, a case of maturity, experience, and power that was on display and it was well received. I, the justification, you know, behind it was, was 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 great. Yeah. No. I mean, it's you know what I want to talk about here because you know everybody saw the fight. We can just you know glance on this topic a little bit, but I just think it's quite miraculous that a forty-year-old uh, <clears throat> underdog comes into the ring and scores that kind of a KO for his life and for his career. You know. We talk about this all the time, how one punch can just change the trajectory of your entire career, one punch. And I think so many boxers out there, <clears throat> people don't understand why boxers do what they do. But, you know, they, they talk about this boxers, you know, a puncher's chance, if you will, right? This is a perfect example of a guy who comes into the ring uh, not really expected to win because he wasn't the favorite, I don't believe. And But his knockout yeah. ratio was high. He yeah. always gets him out. He only, only lost twice. He got 23 knockouts. He's a legitimate power puncher. And then as they say, what? Power is the last to... <laughs> it is the last thing to go, for sure. And with a guy like that, you know, uh, um, I mean, a solid fighter like that, you know, you... You don't know what to expect. I think it's a must-see TV for sure. And I think there's going to be a lot more for him, a lot many, a lot more opportunities for him to, uh, you know, to put on display his work because he did such an amazing job, you know? And cash in as you uh, – <laughs> he at least got two good fights with good numbers. Win uh, or lose. 
No doubt. No doubt. And, you know, with a KO like that, you know, at 40 years old, just the fact that he's 40, you know how many older older men and, uh, you know, blue collar, white collar uh, folks are going to come out and see this guy just for the fact that he's, you know, 40 years old and he's just ladies too. Laying ladies people too. Yes. Yes. He's like an anomaly. So I, I'm impressed. I'm impressed by how he looks. I'm impressed by how he works, how he punches, and and, and yes. the results. It's it's very impressive. I know? mean, his face is what it is, but his movement in the ring with the Roly fight, I wasn't like he's old man and all. I didn't see all that. I just saw that you know he was being. A, you know, I didn't see. Uh, I wasn't swayed by the cosmetics at all. And yeah. this time, I was really more impressed because he just ran this boy right right into it. Yeah, he really did. And, you know, it's interesting. <laughs> this guy has a, you know, don't get mad at me, Barboza, okay? Don't come after me, all right? But you do have a face that only a mother can love. I mean, oh. <laughs> you, do, you are mean. This is mean, 24. Bro. You guys have embraced all. No, he's a mean, look, he's a mean looking dude, bro. <laughs> you would not want to, listen. Could you imagine being in the ring with him? He's a mean looking dude, man. That's all I'm saying. He's... He's got that pit bull. Like, that's a face only a mother can love. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. because when he broke into a smile, it was a quiet departure from his, you know, his game face. Yeah. But he's no, been he's, through a lot, though, dude. You know, we don't yeah. want to get all sentimental and crap. But, hey, he yeah. got restitution, didn't he? He, did sure he get did. it. Got to love it, man. You got to love it. We, we live in a great country, don't we? We live in a only, great country. If a guy can do that, you know, come yeah. on, man. To, to right. the quote, the quote of one of the greatest promoters, only in America. Only in America. <laughs> yes, Mr. Don King. Absolutely. What's up, Don King? All right. So let's get let's move on, Harold. Let's move on to this topic. Uh, so I don't know what you guys are thinking um, or what your feeling is about this, but you know, I saw the last fight. Um, with Wilder, and I just want to know what you think. Do you think he's lost uh, his drive? You think Wilder's lost it? What well, do you think, Harold? Wilder is, is is his age is getting up there. We're not saying he's old, but he's done very well financially. I mean, to the point where the yeah. motivation is really, really tough because he didn't come into boxing as a purist. He kind of fell into it. Uh, out of necessity, of course, he right. loves it without all his heart now. But he's easily t- to to move on to something else because that wasn't you know the end all to be all. His end all to be all was to play for uh, uh, the football team, the Alabama Crimson Tide. Right, I believe, right. I believe he was a tight end, and he was right. of note. So yeah. uh, that was his thing, and it, it, it moved to something else. But um, his timing into to me. He kept looking to drop that right hand. And De La Hoya lost his timing when he fought Floyd. The timing was gone. And after that fight, De La Hoya never had any timing. I don't know if he won or lost a couple more fights. I don't know what happened after that, but his timing was off after that. He never regained that timing. And that's what I saw with Wilder. Yeah, man. I mean, I I can't disagree with that at all. You know, I mean, I think that Wilder, 
you know, I, I don't I don't think I've ever seen a performance like that from Wilder. I've seen some some sloppiness, <clears throat> but that particular performance was just um you know, so such a bad display of, of boxing and it you know, in the gyms, you know, in, in a lot of the gyms, you know, some some of what I've been hearing at the gyms that I frequent are, you know, people, you know, fighters, you know, saying things like, oh, man, you know, like, I, th- I thought he, I thought he threw the fight. I felt like he, he wasn't even in it. Like, he didn't really even want to be there. What do you think, Mark? And And I was like, oh, I don't even know what to say. Like, I don't even know what to hmm. say because – you know, why do you even fight if you're going to, th- you know, if you're going to be in there and you're not going to, you know, I don't know, man. I, I really don't. He went there to fight. He was looking forward to the Joshua fight. He enjoyed the travel. He enjoyed all of that. I mean, he yeah. was, he, I mean, he didn't know the trigger wasn't going to uh, uh, be on point until he got in the ring himself because his training was good. His mood was good. He had a fight already lined up with Joshua. I mean, he had it going on. He didn't have any issues, just that his body, for whatever reason, he just his timing was off. So I don't think he had any other clandestine type of attitude where, you know, I don't want to be here and all that. I think he really came to knock that boy out and see if he could see if he could continue, you know, the work. But this wasn't his night. Yeah. And he looked no. for it, Mark. How did he look for it? Tell me, tell tell everybody how he looked for it. How 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 desperately he looked for that. What do you mean? Explain. When he, he was looking to drop that right hand. He just kept looking at it and looking at it and he just couldn't release it. I saw six, seven opportunities to drop that thing clean and he just didn't pull the trigger. And it was frustrating to me how hard he was looking for it. And when well, it appeared, he couldn't. I don't, I don't and the other fighter understood the situation and, and, and you know tried to stay out the way. Yo, he did a good Harold, job at that. Harold, we got we got our uh, our boy um, Indio from Indio's Boxing is is uh, tuning into the podcast because we're going to talk what about say? what do you say? We're going to talk about his son because his son Jonathan Rodriguez is uh, you know we're going to be chopping that up next actually. So stay <laughs> tuned and uh, you know maybe we can get you on uh, Indio. Um, Let's do so that now. Hear, hear from you, yeah, man. I'm trying to get him a link to see if he wants to jump on. Yeah, but jump on um, now. I mean, that's I the know, next great one, right, Mark? Can you work with him? That is the next great one. You got that right. Yeah. Okay. Well, until you get him in there, uh, let's run down the Joshua thing. Okay, Joshua. So I was, I was just gonna say that I don't. I got a whole story about that. Well, well, back to back to Wilder, man. Okay. Okay. Say, okay. I didn't see what you saw. I kind of saw Harold, a, a fighter that, that really didn't want to fight, and a guy who wasn't skilled, <laughs> wasn't prepared. Like his punches looked like he had not trained at all. You know what do you at think? all? At all? No, I felt like he he looked like he <laughs> he hadn't trained at all, Harold. What do you think? Well. His physique was fine. I thought his when he did fight, it was fine. I just thought that that right hand trigger was just off. I didn't see anything else he hasn't done before. Yeah. Well, I mean, I. 
I, I just I just didn't see a right hand. He was slapping with it. He was slapping with it. Now, there was never a right hand that came straight out the chute. Like from here, like from here, straight out the chute, there was never a right hand that ever came out of the chute. So his punches were sloppy. They were they appeared like they weren't actually rotating. There was no mechanic to the punch. So as a trainer, when you see a fighter that's fighting like that, you know the trainer's out of shape. It's I mean the fighter's out of shape. It's okay. It's okay. But not when you're in a fight like that. But and that's why a lot, I think that's why a lot of the guys in the gyms um, you know, were kind of saying what they were saying because I just you know, I really don't think that um, that he trained. So, um, well, of course, Wilder calls his own shots, so he calls all shots. Yeah, and and any engagement from anybody in his entourage is tempered and by him. Well, and enough said. I want to talk about AJ. Okay, let's go. All right. The moment AJ knew that he could didn't have to fight Wilder, he mentally went back to the AJ we love. Because to me, he always knew if he get in there with Wilder and Wilder's doing what he did in the past, he's out of there. And yeah. that was always intrepidation in AJ's mind. However, with Wilder losing, he never has to get in the ring with Wilder nor would the public request it, nor would it carry any water at no time. That thorn in his mental psyche has been removed. And you saw it in, the, in that fight. Yeah. He was a total different type dude knowing he didn't have to go through water at no time. Man, this dude liable to be a heavyweight champion again. He liable to go uh, beat Fury because he had this tick. He's yeah. not... He, he, only person he had to take with was Wilder. He didn't have a take with Fury. He doesn't have a take with none of them dudes. He doesn't even have a take with uh, uh, Usyk. Right. And I am happy that mentally he is sound again, and it was clear evidence. Yeah, man, I can't. I can't deny that. I cannot deny anything you just said because it, it really, you know, it's interesting to see where Joshua is going to go next. You know, to the I top, mean, man. To yeah, the top. Right. Well, you know, we're going to have to see. There's some guys that I've been looking at <clears throat> that look like they're going to give Joshua a little run for his money, but I don't know if those fights will ever be made. Uh, but there's some guys in the pipeline that I've been looking at for quite a while that I, you know, kind of kind of scratching my head at. Wow, these guys are really good. So, Well, he's gonna not going to touch them. He's going to touch them. Ones that are, uh, he's not going to touch them. Why? But yeah. I'm talking about... If he can keep in the mix, but I'm just saying mentally, mentally he's on he's he's on point. That's all I'm saying. And you know, just no, to see him with that mental that mental uh, you know firmness mental, is good mentally, to see. Mentally, he's definitely sharp. You know, there's no now. question. He's right. Yeah, he's right in the window now. There's no mental mental uh, you know illness. There's no mental uh, <laughs> inaccuracy. He's definitely focused on what he's trying to do. He knows what the job is. He knows what he has to do to get where he wants to go. And Uh-oh. that's what's up. Hey, 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 hey. So Jonathan um, Rodriguez. And we're gonna take a we're gonna take a, a, a quick little departure here, man, because we got Boy, I saw you. I saw you, boy. I saw you out there. Yeah. I saw you. I saw you. I see you. 
Thank you, thank you. I'm gonna say five about three times. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. I didn't even know Mark was working with you. I didn't even know we were just talking. He said, Well, that's my guy. You know, I said, What you teach him? I said, I said, What you teach him? And he said he taught you something about coming up 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 or whatever he said, but he was very clean on what he taught you and you displayed that. So that's good stuff, man. Thank you. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. No, listen, listen, this kid, <laughs> this kid, first of all, for those of you tuning in, um, welcome to the, to the uh, broadcast. John yeah. Rodriguez, yeah. Bethlehem, Pennsylvania from yeah. Rico, who's the WBA <laughs> champion. And this is our guy. He's here right now. Uh, it's a pleasure to have you on the Boxing Breakdown. Yes. What's up? What's up? What's up? Thank you, thank you, thank you for having me. Actually, um, my pleasure's all the pleasure's all mine. You know, being here. <laughs> Yo, listen, I would I would have done a whole. Uh, I, I actually want to for the for the fans. I do want to come back and have you on in a future date too, because I want to. I want people to really know who you are from the beginning. Like I I know, I know you right. So for yeah. full disclosure. Anybody who's watching the boxing breakdown, this is my guy, right? These are, this is spam for me, right? So, you know, just watching you elevate and watching you go to where you're going, and um, you know what you have accomplished, um, and, and you know from the amateurs, it's just astounding. And to be a part of it, uh, to be a small part of it, and just to be, uh, you know with you and and have the opportunity to have worked with you is is a, a pleasure of mine but more importantly to watch where you're going and where you and and your pops um have you know the struggles and all all of the challenges that that you know the team has gone through over the years and to see where you're elevating to is absolutely astounding and it's beautiful and it's it's amazing and i just wondered you know, I mean, obviously, I, I have that passion for you, but what what are your feelings about what's going on, man? Um, to be honest, like right now, it seems like surreal. You know, everything I've accomplished in the in the pros, because in the amateurs, I didn't really accomplish anything like that. I just the only thing I got in the amateurs is uh, state golden glove champion. That that's about it. But yeah, and the pros, like everything I've accomplished to. Winning the the silver uh, WBC bantamweight title, to becoming the number four in the world in the WBA, you know, after beating uh, Claudia Fight, <clears throat> you know, to get the the WBA Intercontinental Championship, just you know everything I didn't accomplish in only five years because I just hit five years, and now I'm in a uh, final world title eliminator, you know, my first twelve rounder. I'm basically jumping from six rounds to 12 rounds because I've only been eight rounds once and I've never been to uh, 10 rounds. So it's just a lot, you know. Um, it's just a lot. It's, it seems so surreal. Like, I'm just glad I'm doing everything I'm doing. And, um, you know, along with you and my and my dad, too, because um, <clears throat> I, I did get to work with you a few times, too. And... Um, <laughs> I've been I've actually been telling you to come back to uh you know to to pass through and uh, as you can see uh you we was on the phone after after my last fight and everything and I told you 
But you know, it's just it like like I said, it just seems so surreal. Everything I yeah. have, I have accomplished in only just five years. Yeah, man, and you got a fan friendly style, boy. I like I like your style. I mean, you know, a, a knockout is imminent, you know, or you know, the skill set is imminent. Is you know, you're exciting to watch. You're fun to watch. You know, you can win, but you're fun to watch, and you know. I appreciate that, just from my <laughs> standpoint. And I don't know you uh, other than you're the champion, but when I have seen you, I enjoy I enjoy the way you I enjoy you your work, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, you you're two handed, and you you got it on. I, mean, I just like the way you fight, man. You're fun to watch, man. Thank and you. Uh, for you to move to, from from to, to twelve. I think, you know, your style obviously can handle that easily. Listen, come on, come on. First of all, a couple things, okay? The number one is I will be back. You know, for those of you that don't know, I was involved in a flood a couple years back, and uh, pretty much my one of my, my entire business was destroyed. I spent the last two years, two and a half years, rebuilding my operations from the ground up. And what it took me 28 years to do, I've done in two years. And so I've been like so focused on that and, and trying to get that right. Uh, Jonathan's right. The last fight we did was that one. Uh, the last fight we did together was the fight in um, uh, top rank in, at the MGM. But, um, you know, I've been at the camp and I've been at the gym training you and, and you know, being with you over the years. Um, and I do intend on getting back there. So do not do listen, just know, just know that I'm with you. I was there a couple months ago, uh, for your, for your, uh, a couple of sparring sessions you had just prior to the fight. Yeah. That it was, was like a, a week. That was like the farewell training. Yeah. It was the last, yes. it was the last sparring before we, we shut down camp and I was there and you were, you know, you were blazing and you. We had the conversation. We talked about what we talked about. And, you know, you you had been well prepared. Your father, uh, you know, at the helm of your, your camp, uh, those of you that don't know Indio Rodriguez, um, you should know him, but, but he's, a, he's a wonderful trainer and, more importantly, an amazing dad. And, uh, you know, he had you well well tuned up for that fight. And yeah, you, Mark, you, you, are, you are excited. Yeah, that boy, you know, that boy right there said, "I want you to come back, boy." Look at you just gushing. Uh, it, no, was, I mean, it, I, it was, it uh, was, <laughs> uh, you know, like you gushing, you gushing. I don't care, you gushing, you gushing. <laughs> this last camp, it was, it, it was a hard camp, and you know, I was glad to see him, you know, to see him <laughs> in, in the last one. And um, uh, yeah, it's just been can, a lot of hard. A lot I can of feel hard you guys time. bond. I, I, I can feel your bond. I can feel yeah. your bond. We you know, took a lot of hard work with my uncle Louis uh, Louis Melendez, Indio, uh, you know my dad and everything. And hey, uh, when, no. when I seen him walk through the door, I was like, "Hold on, no way!" Yeah, no, no, no. Hey, I'm you know, Listen, that, all your father has to do is call me and tell me when he needs me there, and I'm there. He knows when yeah. he calls me, I'm there. But if he doesn't call me, it's because I know he's got it under control. But when he calls me, and he knows that, and if he's not there, he's going to listen to this back, and he knows where to find me. He knows when he needs me, I'm there. You okay. always have to do this call, Absolutely. bro. Okay, champion, champion, champion. I got a question. All right. How did you, I mean, how did you apply what you needed to do in that fight? 
Did you have a particular game plan or did you want to see what he had or you knew you were just superior and whatever he had that you no. would solve it? Cause uh, to be honest with you, uh, uh, me, me, and my uncle uh, Louis and Indio, we sat down and we started watching tape. And you know, we I, I didn't watch that man like even before the fight even was brought up. I used to fight. I used to watch the fight with him and Roman Gonzalez a lot. I used to watch it a lot, you know, because I like Chocolatito. You know, like I mm. like watching them fight. So I used to watch that fight a lot between both of them. And then when the name came up, I was like, yo, take it. You know, like, I didn't even think of it twice. I was just like, yo, take the fight. Yeah. You know, fight. And then my dad was telling me, like, yo, you know, this isn't just a fight. We're talking about a former world champion. And the 2008 Olympian, I was like, yeah, I get that. But take the fight. Like, <laughs> you know, like, whatever, like, I just seen it as, like, he, he done already been at the top, you know. It's my, it's, it's my turn now, you know. So going into that fight, you know, uh, just me knowing, like, his background and everything, his caliber of a fighter, because I'm not going to lie, you know, he's a good fighter. And, um, you know, I didn't take anything away from him. I did, I expected to go the whole 10 rounds. Really? Yeah. You know, like, I got ready all around the board. I could have probably did 12 rounds that night. Did he surprise you? Anything that he did that, of course, you, you handled easily, but anything he did that was kind of, that surprised you? Whether it be a switching stance or a stamp, whatever it was, what was it or not? He just, he just kept getting back up. Like he showed, like he showed, like a a true warrior's heart. Like you know, he kept getting back up. And in between, uh, in between, uh, one of those exchanges that we had, he threw a hook. You know, I didn't, I didn't think, of, I didn't think of anything. But you know, just the fact that he was hurt and he was still letting his hands go as he was hurt, I was like, oh, okay. So now I gotta watch it. But you know, it it wasn't it wasn't soon after that that uh, you know I was able to get him out of there. But you know, like 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 any other like any other champion, you know, he deserves his respect. He had a yes. he had a great career. You know, I knew going into going into that fight, fighting a world champion, is no easy task. No matter how no matter how easy I made it seem, it was it it, it was more to what 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 you guys saw. It was way more than, than than just that, you know. It was um, my mental. I had to get ready for that, you know. Mentally, I said I said yeah to the fight right away. But you know, it like we got to be honest here. Like he he was a, a world champion, so not that I had my doubts, but I was like, all right, I'm in a fight now, you know. Like this is it. Boy, that resume is fat now, boy. Ooh, gonna get fatter and fatter and fatter. Hey, well, no, you know, as long as as long as I keep my head down, you know, just let God do what He does. Yeah, I could, I could. That's the man right there. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, you know, Harold. The one thing about Jonathan, and for those of you tuning in, one of the things that that has always struck me about Jonathan, it's not just this particular fight and the one he just had. Uh, the the temperament and the and the humbleness and the attention to God is actually has been there from day one. That's not new. That's not oh I'm a world champion and now I'm this. This is how this young man's been from the very beginning. And I've had the pleasure of watching it. So you know I think I think for those of you that are tuning in, what you want to do is you want to take a look at Jonathan Rodriguez and his trajectory. And, you know, that's why I said I want to do a podcast just 
about you and your life and how you got where you got and where you are today is a byproduct of all the struggles and everything you've been through your entire life. And the world's going to know about that for sure. Cause I know the zone and, and the folks at Matchroom and, and Eddie Hearn are, are going to uh, unfold that as the coming months and years come. But, you know, the thing is, is that this is not uh, a person that just, you know, appears to be you know on that trajectory this is someone who's grind in the gym every single day of every single month even on christmas day even on thanksgiving morning even on every day in the gym and that's what it takes folks if you want to be a world champion and so let's just turn our attention really quickly here well i will say something fun because you all serious about his training and his dedication dude (laughs) When you go, what car? What car are you gonna buy? Uh, Which one? What are you looking I'm, at? I'm I'm really not looking like into that much, you know. Like <laughs> whatever takes you from A to B, you know, I'm gonna oh, invest. Oh, invest oh, oh, yeah, oh see, see, Mark likes that, but see, yeah. I know, I I know you didn't put up internet and you said, hmm, I get ooh ooh no, ooh. Listen. I, I I'm sorry, to enjoy say, your. You might be wrong on that one. But I have really haven't. You know, just looked in the in the, like that. like even uh, even as far as jewelry and all that. No, look, don't have anything. You know, yeah, no, but the, I'm just, but, but, but I'm the car just, is you know, nice though. The car just you just yet. ride. It is. It is. It is. It's not but bling it bling. Is. It's I accomplished this. You know. Yeah, it is, but I, it's not my priority <laughs> right now. You know? I know. I know. Uh, you, you I want to hear you say Lamborghini gonna, or something. You know? No, no, no. I'm gonna tell you my priority right now. The people that helped me in the gym, right? Indio, my dad, Luis Melendez, right? Nelson Perez, even Coach Mark, I got to throw him in there. And, you know, as far as my mom and everything else, before I even start buying those luxury cars and, like, um, you know, the jewelry and all that type of stuff, I want to be able to retire them, you know, like. They did so much for me. Now, it's not that I need to, but I want to do for them. That's well, look at that character. Look at that character, boy, you got. You got that character, boy. Uh, them Porsches and them Lamborghinis, don't see, you don't see them right now. Now, I hear uh-huh. that's That's yeah. character. Listen, listen. As, long as, I take care of mine, uh, as long as I take care of mine, that's going to come after. You know, I just gotta, okay. Like I said, I just got to stay grounded. You know, and God, you know, I always, you know, everything I have, everything I've done is all because of God. You know, yeah. like I'm I'm like I, I stay saying that no matter what it yeah. is. So. But, but God did say you can have a cattle on a thousand hills, homeboy, and there's a Lamborghini up there for you somewhere. Like, so it's it, all good. It is. That's why I'm not worried about it right now. So whatever he wants from me, he already has it. You know, so uh, I just, like I said, you know, I just want to take care of mine first, you know. All Coach right, Bobby, all right. Nelson, my mom, everybody, you know, before I even start doing anything like that, because, you know, it's only right. It's only right. They did and so much for me. If you read, like Mark can tell you, if you read my story, if you see where I come from, like, it's it, 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 it's crazy. Like, I, I didn't even think I'd be where I'm at this, like, this soon. I never even pictured it, but you know, God already had it written. Man, your next two fights will be very comfortable for you, I'm sure. 
uh, on the financial end because you are the champion, dog. I, <laughs> I'm yo, loving it. I'm yo, loving so it. Here, here's the thing. Like, we have all to right, talk right. about this. We have to talk about this <laughs> upcoming fight between Jonathan Rodriguez and Antonio Vargas, which is in the shoot, ready to oh, go. Oh, yeah. That fight is happening in Orlando, uh, Florida on February. What's the date? 24th. Where? At the Korea? Yeah. Yes. February yeah, 24th. yeah. I'll be there for that. Yeah. <laughs> nice. And it's it's going to be a an amazing fight. And so, Jonathan, um, what 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 are you, if anything, that you can share with us on the program, which might be minimal? Yes. Um, <laughs> uh, are you doing to prepare for this, uh, Antonio Vargas? Um. You know, like I, like you said, you know, it's gonna be minimal. I'm not gonna say it too much, but um, which you you should already know by now. So you know, so um, I already know. It's, it's just basically me and my and, and my you know my training my my training mate. You know, Tanya Teasy. You know, like he's pushing me to levels to I never thought. You know, I I I I could get to. You know, as far as like training, running. And all that type of stuff, you know, we'd have been implementing a lot more, um, like a lot more strength and conditioning, you know, um, we've been up in the run, like today, I just did four miles in like 26 minutes. Wow. And, you know, just like doing, like changing little things here and there, not changing much, because what I've been doing, it's, it's been working, but not changing, but just adding more, you know? Yes, yes. And not only not only does it help me, you know, just Tanji training right next to me, pushing me to my limits, it only helps him too because he sees how hard I'm working. So he's gonna work even like try to work even harder. So it just pushes both of us to our limits and you know, just as long as we keep doing that, you know, sky's the limit. You know, he's talent every time. Have you any injuries? Did you come out of that pretty clean there? Uh my last fight? Yeah. Any injuries, hand, anything like that? Nah, I, I hate to say it, but I only got hit like once. <laughs> I just don't want to say it because it makes me feel like I'm bragging. I'm not bragging. No. no. You know what? That's why you get trained the way you're trained. Because, the, the you know, for those of you tuning in, man, boxing, you know, you those of you that are boxers, you know this. The art of boxing is to hit and not get and hit. Be hit. So when yeah. you come out with a score, <laughs> when you come out with a with a ninety nine percent ratio of not being hit, that's pretty good. You can't, yes. you know, it's not going to get much better than that. And and for hit for Jonathan, you know that that's remarkable to to be in it with a with a former world champion and for that to have occurred. You know, and the other thing I wanted to say is that. This kid, Tanjay Teasley, that, that Jonathan is talking about is another one that that you guys really need to pay attention to because uh, he's another one coming up the ranks that's also going to to achieve a very, very high level in the sport, if not world champion. And so um, I'm excited for what you guys are doing, and I'm excited for, for the team, and I'm looking forward to uh, getting up to the gym I am going to come up to the gym, especially since you just invited me. Um, <laughs> even though I'll wait for Poppy to call me, you tell you. You know, he told pops. you you don't even got to call. You can just I show know. up. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I got to just show up. That's what I got to do. So I'm going to just show up. I'm going to be up there. 
and I'm going to come and see you and, uh, you know, throw my two cents into the camp. And, um, you know, I'm excited for the fight. I, I just, I'm so proud of you. And, 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 you know, this is more than just an interview. This is like, y'all need, if you do not know Jonathan Rodriguez, you need to know who he is and you need to get, you know, that fight that's coming up with Antonio Vargas and Jonathan Rodriguez, that is going to be an amazing fight. You do not want to miss it. February 24th at the Royal Caribbean or whatever, Royal Caribbean in Orlando, Florida. It's on the zone. It's going to be a great matchup. Yes. I think it's on the Berlanga undercard, right? It is. It is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's supposed to be like the co main event of that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So great. So oh, man. Great. This, is, this is this is an honor for me, homeboy. Thank you. Thank you so much. No, it's an honor for me to be here. <laughs> and yeah. not, not only is it just like a title eliminated, it's a final title eliminated. So the winner of this fight is going to go over to Japan to fight for the world title against Takuma anyway. You heard? I heard. You heard? I heard. You heard? <laughs> I heard. That's what's happening. Yeah. Amazing, man. Ama- absolutely amazing. Ooh. So hey, exciting. Sky's the limit. Sky's right? the limit. Yep. Sky's the limit. So, um, Jonathan, thank you so much for being on the broadcast today. And um, we're going to have you on again. And uh, you're going to see me in camp. And tell tell the family I said I love them. Tell everybody in the gym I said hello. And I will see you guys very soon. Absolutely. Thank you for having me here. You're, All right, Jonathan. You're so welcome, Jonathan. Okay. God bless. Nice to meet you, too. God yes, bless. Harold Hunt. That's me. That's right. Okay. See you when I see you. <laughs> in Tampa. Uh, I'll be there. All right. I mean, yeah, that's where I'll be. The Royal Caribbean, right? It's in Orlando. Yeah, yeah. In Orlando. Orlando, my bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, bye. That was good, Mark. Man, you brought yeah, on a champion. Dog. Just slid him up all in here. He's yeah, he's, good, he's good. amazing, amazing talent. A great young man, and, and his father. <laughs> his father is, is uh, one of my dear, dear friends, and with like family, and, and they, they're just they're just outstanding people, and. Uh, Nothing but but success and 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 you know I, I just wish the world for them you know. Okay, you you gonna move on right quick or you wanna? Yes, yeah, yeah, man. All right, well, we're right um, about, uh, we're at Big Baby, man. What's big up Baby, Big Baby, yeah. Okay, uh, as as we all know, Big Big Baby Miller, Big Baby Miller, uh, fought uh in uh with Wild and those guys overseas at that uh, that card there. It was a great card. Uh, he didn't win, but he fought very well. He uh, really carried the press conferences. Uh, uh, he really uh, did a great job uh, at the weigh-ins, the press conferences, the the before the fight, the humbleness after the fight. Yeah, he, he was very noble in his entire endeavor there, even in a loss, no doubt about it. So you yeah. know, I, I commend him for that. Um, so. However, uh, something occurred where uh, he was arrested uh, and uh, f- for a carjacking at a at a uh, uh, a car dealership. But you know, we don't know exactly what happened. However, but that has happened to him. 
and I hope he re- rebounds from that and continues to fight because his skills weren't that eroded, and <clears throat> he always is a good mouthpiece and representative uh, yeah. for boxing, especially after what he's gone through with you know his his uh, uh, situation with you know uh, performance uh, substances. Right. So right. I thought he was on a great plane going forward, even though he had the loss. Uh, he garnered a, a measure of respect. He didn't look yeah. bad. He's got tired. And I'm yeah. just really surprised this kind of thing, you know, rears his head. Wow. I hope he gets it behind him quickly. Yeah, me too. I mean, that's unfortunate. I hope he does as well, man. And and what's this business with Bernard Hopkins, man? Did you hear about, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, you know, Bill is always pretty vocal. And, you know, Bernard is still a fighter, you know, of, of, of some note. So um, it just comes kind of as man, man type of stuff. Uh, you know, uh, Bernard said, okay, well, you know, having a back and forth, come with me to the bathroom, you know, as in there's going to be some type of whatever. And uh, Bill Haney was following him to the bathroom. And then when Bernard saw that he was following him, then Bernard stopped the, the movement toward the bathroom and some type of physical altercation or push or something happened. And then that's where, where it was left. So I think it's brilliant on Bernard's part to start this type of of back and forth early. I think it's great. Yeah. Now, whether or not he did it purposely or not, I don't know. But even if, it, if it's by chance, it's brilliant because that is just really hyping the situation. Because I've always looked at Bill as a wonderful uh, father and trainer and always yeah, had his head for on. Sure, but for sure. he came from the record business. And I was in the record business. And I know what he's thinking about. I mean, he worked with a major label. I did too. So we know what the mandate that they use to promote. And right. he has suddenly used this type of thing with his uh, with his work with, with his son. And I see it. And I was recognized as a record company speak, record company right. promotion. And that's what he what he does. So he's in it. And if Bernard is really using his mind to promote the fight too, I think both pieces are brilliant. There's a lot of content out there. There's a lot of, of, of different angles of the situation. There's a lot of speculation out there. It's just right. well done. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, I, I thought, you know, it, it appeared to me that, that uh, Bill Haney was actually provoking uh, Hopkins in a very <laughs> subtle way. So it was kind of interesting how I read into what was going on there. But, uh, you know, nevertheless, you know, bad press is good press in that case. Yeah. And, you know, there's going to be uh, a lot more to come from that, you know, yes, down, yes. down the line, man. There's going to be a lot more to come. And, <laughs> and uh, it's listen, Harold, it's been a great. Isn't it beautiful? Day. That's uh, beautiful. It's just beautiful. It is beautiful. And, and uh, you know, mm. anyway, it's been wonderful being with you. Thank you for tuning in. We're right about an hour into the broadcast. Thank you for yes. listening to the Boxing Breakdown. Thank you for being with us. Uh, you can follow us on uh, Facebook, of course, right? You know that. You can get us on our our YouTube channel at the Boxing Breakdown. You can also Find us on Instagram at The Boxing Breakdown. And I just said Facebook. And you also got us on LinkedIn right there. So um, we are on every um, podcast platform, including Spotify, 
Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, you name it, we're there. So go download our podcast, tune in to the over 110 episodes that uh, Harold and I have done, and um, you know more to come. We're excited for 2024, and there's going to be an amazing, amazing Another good year. It's Another good year. We're going to have as good of a year as we had last year, for sure. And uh, until next time, man, peace and love. And we'll see you guys on the next episode of the Boxing Breakdown. Peace and love. Peace out. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. Fight fans, join host Mark Roxy and special guests as they break down all aspects of the boxing world, including news, business, management, training, promotions, fan reactions, upcoming events, matchups, future boxing stars, title fights, state of the boxing world, and all the stuff you don't see when you watch boxing. This podcast is released each week on Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Live streamed on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook Live. It's the Boxing Breakdown, hosted by Mark Roxy.